to talk about stuff. We like to talk about things. We're a couple of guys with too much time on our hands. It's Bud Stuff Weekly with Tony and George. Come on and lend us your ear. Bud Stuff Weekly. There's plenty in store. We're drinking plenty of beer. Bud Stuff. Welcome back to the 2023 season, boys. It's George and Tony here with Butt Stuff Weekly. I'm excited. Another year. Um, we're going to try to do better this year with the podcast, but one day at a time, one podcast at a time. Welcome to all you boys, children, and prepubescent girls who are listening. We appreciate your viewership. We got some German followers, so thank you, everyone, for listening. It's not a really about butt stuff, but in a way it is. It's uh, very much about butt stuff, but not in the way the Germans think. And I think they don't understand their language, so they just keep listening, waiting to hear a girl, I assume. Very erotic. It's very erotic, heavy-hitting stuff. But uh, first, boys, for all you sick dogs who can't wait for fantasy football, we're going to get a little bit of business out of the way first. Uh, we are going to increase the pot to $65. You will like it. <laughs> and we're going to buy a bunch of swag with it. So I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. And to be honest, we're not taking any debate on that whatsoever. And we're not we're not stuffing our pockets with any of this money. I, we can call deadbeats um, cheap. You can check our books. I promise you they are legit. We're both in a lot of debt, so I guarantee we're not taking any money. Well, yeah, I, I probably am not taking any money. <laughs> Anyways. Um, we will make some decisions on the new pot splits and swag here in the next few weeks. We'll keep you updated on future podcasts. Uh, league change, we are going to, or sorry, a league staying the same. We are going to keep it at 0.5 PPR. We decided to say fuck Mike. Yeah, we vetoed the Mike law. Yes, yes. We're going to do another year, 0.5 PPR. It's too extreme and too confusing. Yeah, it's radical, liberal, left-wing stuff, and I'm not here for it. Uh, next up, we are going to implement the TJ rule this year, which is we are going to go negative one points for missed extra points. You're welcome. And it's fair. It makes sense. Like, if you have a shit kicker... And they're shanking the extra points. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Take the point away. Or if like you're in a position where you have your kicker left, then pull your kicker and just play no kicker that week. And you know why I like it? Because if you have a shitty kicker on a good offense, it kind of hurts you a little bit more now. Whereas before, you could just pick the highest scoring offense. Now you actually have to get a legitimately decent kicker. That's actually a really great point. You can lose some points on that. Great point. Uh, next up, for COVID, we did go up to two IR spots. We're going to drop it back down to one to uh, to uh, try to prevent Scott Updike hoarding of players. Exactly. And also, 12 men, you know, that's a lot of players we had to look out for. So it's a, it's a big league for the most part. So instead of people drafting guys that are hurt that will come back, especially when it comes to a guy who's suspended, i.e. Jamison Williams or Alvin yep. Kamara, yep. we're going to get rid of that. Yeah, there was a lot of stashing last year, especially of guys who were suspended early, and I, I didn't care for it. No, ridiculous. Uh, moving forward, we are going to be recording on Spotify podcasts exclusively. Uh, I will see what I can do about getting into other forms, but the app we used last year did convert to Spotify podcasts, so y'all are just going to have to deal with it. Sorry, boys. I'm sure they'll suck it up and, and, and listen on Spotify. They'll figure it out. All right, well, let's get right down to it. We're going to give you guys a nice, short uh, but probably actually very long yeah, breakdown very of, of each team in excruciating detail. Now, mind you, I don't haven't done any studying or any looking at anything, so this is going to be really rough and pretty shitty probably. I have done a little bit. That's about it. All right, we're going to start out with the AFC North. We're going to give you our breakdown of all the teams, and then we're going to give you our division picks, which you can roast us for later. <laughs> 
Uh, looking at the Steelers. Tony, I've heard you're a little hot on these guys. No, that's my brother. That's Ryan. He thinks they're hot on them. I think they fucking suck. I think Kenny Pickett stinks. Um, <laughs> Najee Harris is all right, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, they have a great, they have a great head coach, but I, I don't think they're going to be any good. I'd be surprised if they win more than eight games. Yeah, I think I agree with you on the team as a whole. I mean, I like to me, Kenny Pickett hasn't looked amazing doing anything. You you always hear good things about him, but like he doesn't pass good. he doesn't pass the eye test to me. No, Najee looked like an old man last year after his second year in the league. Yeah, and the wide receivers, as you know from last year's pot, I'm a big George Pickens guy. I think if he was on a different team, he'd probably be a fantasy stud. But I don't know how many passing yards this team's going to get. When did Allen Robinson get on that team? I don't know. No it's, idea. it's just like a, a like a, just mediocre receivers in that team. It's just a a bunch of those. Well, and none of these guys are going to get picks when you have Gunnar Olcheski down there. You know what I mean? It's like he's going to be clogging up all the targets. Is that the owner? <laughs> uh, and you know, tight ends Pat Fryermuth. That's the Aaron Packard special. Mm. Loves he Aaron Packard loves Fryermuth. He's probably from Texas. I'm guessing. Yeah, or just it's a Texan name. Maybe he just prefers a certain color. Who, do you know who's second on their depth chart at tight end there in Pittsburgh, Tony? Oh, that big dog, Darnell Washington. Undrafted. No, he was drafted. I'm still waiting my money, Tom. I'm almost positive he was undrafted. I think he was drafted in the second or the third round. <laughs> just an absolute freight train. Actually, now that I see that he's on that team, run left <laughs> or right, whichever side Darnell's on, Najee's going for 100 every game. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns, who is my pick to win the AFC North. I'm really high on the Browns this year. I kind of have a theory about teams is when everybody's betting the house on them, they're going to disappoint, and then the following year they're going to get their shit together, and I think this is the Browns' year. Deshaun Watson's had some time in the offense. They have Josh Dobbs as his backup, one of the most attractive quarterbacks. He has no hair. <laughs> uh, and I think the best running back in the game right now is Nick Chubb. I, I, that's not an exaggeration. Nick Chubb's my guy. I think he's going to go. I, if, if I'm picking in the top three, I'm taking Nick Chubb. Pure running back, I'll probably agree with that. Um, he just seems to always produce. Um, they, they did lose Kareem Hunt. Jerome Ford's at bat to you know back him up. So we'll see how that goes. But it's Watson's year. To see, let's see what he has, you know? And you know who else they lost is that guy who spot who filled in last year was Dearness Johnson. I don't know if you remember him. I do, yeah. He had, like, two amazing games as the third stringer in Cleveland, and he's gone too. So they really don't have anybody behind Chubb, which you're definitely right is a big is a big concern there. They also have Njoku. They have everybody. They have Njoku, which is basically everybody right there. Um, you know, their wide receiver core is a little bit better than last year. Um, Elijah Moore is there. I Cedric think. Tillman, the rookie from Tennessee. Uh, you know, Peoples Jones probably going to be a little bit better. You know, I mean, he was yeah, decent last now, year, right? Yeah, three. Marquise Goodwin actually was the number four in Seattle last year, and I, I, I kind of liked him. He was he was good in little spot duty, so I, I, I like their receiver room. So I, I really like the Browns in a, in a mostly weak division. I mostly weak, please. That's a pretty. I think this is a very strong division. Really, see, I to me, I think the Ravens are not going to be very good. I obviously the Bengals are. Great. I think the Steelers are going to be the worst team, and I think they win six. Seven, I think they win seven games. Seven really, games. really, yeah. See, I see a lot of kind of between like like six and a like six and nine teams here with the Ravens with with Lamar back. I think the Ravens win nine. Um, I, I honestly, I guess I could say the Browns might be the worst team, but it's it's going to be a very tight race. But I think Cincinnati's going to run away with it. Really? 12 wins probably, yeah. something like that. Well, that brings us to our next team, which is Cincy. I mean, obviously Cincy's loaded. I, you know, I don't think we even need to talk about him too much. The only thing I'm looking at here with uh, Cincy's roster is tight end. 
Irv Smith, their number one, and Drew Sample, who is a created player behind yeah, him. Without a doubt, EA created next to you know the Tiburon made up team. But I mean the, the trio of receivers that's the best in the league. Let's no, be real. no question, no question. I agree with you there. Tyler Boyd would be a number two in most of the teams in the league. Another concern I have here with the Cincy roster is Joe Mixon is starting to show his age, and there's nobody behind him. We have on Chris roster. Evans. Gio Bernard's gone, who has been a phenomenal backup for a long time. Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. I mean, he's Chris Evans is a good little pass catching back, but he's not. He's not a, a substitution if Joe Mixon goes down. Fair enough, but I think w- with the receiving core um, and, and the quarterback, I think they'll be just fine. I think they have no no problem winning this this uh, division. You know, since he's a team where you maybe talk about Kareem Hunt going, and I might switch my pick from the Browns to the Bengals to win this AFC North division. But who else is out there, Cook? Um, yeah, that's true. Dalvin Cook is out there. Yeah, you have you have Cook, you have Elliot. I mean, Elliot's definitely like he's what I think. Yeah. yeah, I think Zeke is one that's still out there. There's 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 tons of talent, not tons, but there's a good amount of talent out there. If they needed to sign somebody, they could. That's very that's a very good point. And I Chase mean, Brown's actually he's he's actually the rookie running back from Illinois. Uh, that's and he was pretty fucking good. He, he was pretty good last year. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see what goes down there. I mean, the Bengals are going to be great. Honestly, like I'm not going to argue that. But I guess my question is more, I think the Steelers and the Ravens are going to suck. And that brings us to the Ravens. Lamar's back. I, I don't particularly love Lamar, Lamar just because of uh, how dumb he is. Yeah, he's, I mean, he is dumb as rocks. And There's then, no question. Him holding out and not playing last season and being injured, that whole that whole thing was ridiculous. But you know what, though, about Baltimore is I kind of like Tyler Huntley. Like, he was a pretty good backup. I mean, maybe not Teddy Bridgewater level, but he's a good – he's a top ten backup. He's Walmart Lamar. Yeah, know? exactly. And, and, yeah. He, and he fits the role pretty good. He's definitely better than Jordan Love. Well, when it comes to the running backs, it's always a question, you know, in Baltimore, is J.K. Dobbins finally going to be able to play well this year? Is he going to be not get injured? Is he going to be the stud that he could be? But you know what, though? The running backs in Baltimore, they've loaded up with a million of them. They have Gus Edwards, who's had some really good years lately. They have Gus Melvin Gordon, who is probably, you know, has some – he's got a lot of miles on the tires, but he's not bad in your backfield. Right. He's a name. Justice Hill. I mean, his name's Justice. <laughs> I mean, look at the receiving core. I love that uh, OBJ is third on the uh, depth chart. That's nice. Yeah, they really still don't have what I would consider any, like, elite wide receivers. Well, it's Rashad Bateman last year did get hurt, so we'll see if he can be something this year. Yeah, I mean, I, not that Rashad Bateman's not good, but I think he's good like Juju Smith-Schuster's good. He's number two good. He's not number one good. Right, right, I agree. And then Mark Andrews, he's a top five tight in the league. You know, of course. You can yeah. put him two or three, whatever order you want to put him, but he's definitely one of the best. No question. And I think even if, if Tyler Huntley plays and Lamar doesn't, I think Mark Andrews is just a stud regardless. Uh, let's move on to your favorite division, the NFC North. And we'll start out with the homeboys, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. My, my, to me, the best player on the roster right now is Hendon Hooker. <laughs> he can't even play right now. He's still injured, I believe. Um Interesting draft they had this year, you know, grabbing Jameer Gibbs in the first round like that, especially early, but in getting rid of Swift, it could be really good. I mean, he could be one of the a top five run, uh, running back in the league this year, so this can be exciting to watch. Um, Amon Ra, top ten uh, receiver. Um, Jamison Williams, a lot of question marks. He's out six games, but he's a guy that takes, you know, takes the safeties off, you know, takes the top off the defense. Yeah, he's a good field stretcher. I think he's somebody like a Meikle Hardman's been in Kansas City where you have to worry about that burner getting behind you. So Right, and, and like the, the goal was to get a Tyree kill and 
that's super hard to even even get because it's only happened like what once or whatever. Yeah, but you need somebody to fill that role on your team, right? Like yeah. St. Brown's a thoroughbred number one. You don't need him to be taking the top off yeah. every play. You yeah. need just a speedster, and nobody else on this roster really fits that bill other than Jamison Williams. Yeah, agreed. Um, Sam Laporta, uh, tight end that gets drafted after shipping off Hawkinson. I mean, I think they're going to win the NFC North. It's my team. I sound cocky thinking it, but. I think they win. No, you know what? I thought about this for a long time, and I was really trying to come up with somebody other than the Lions just because everyone's picking the Lions, and I really can't. The Lions are complete at every level, and I don't necessarily think they're the best team in the league, but this division is really weak, and the Lions don't have a weakness. And it starts at the trenches, man. The old line's great. Yep. The D-line's pretty solid, so the improvement of the defense, I think they could be a really fucking good team this year. I agree. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think if Hutch has a Pro Bowl year, that's going to probably determine how good they are. Agreed, 100%. Uh, next up, let's go to uh, TJ's favorite team, which is the Green Bay Packers. Um, they don't have a quarterback. No, I don't, I don't think they do. Um, Jordan Love or Sean Clifford? I don't know who's better. Clifford, probably. Yeah, the guy from Penn State, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was elite in college. Yeah, for sure. Probably elite getting pussy, that's about it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon got some miles on the tires, but probably still a pretty legit running back uh, duo there. And then I, I do like Watson and Dobbs at the wide receivers. I Watson's he's young. I think he's okay. Um, he hasn't proved himself to be, like, in a, one, of, one of those great future receivers, per se. But I could see him being pretty good. Dobbs I haven't seen shit from. There's a lot of chatter about Jalen Reed from Michigan State, who can be pretty good. But yeah, I he think was overall, good against us last year. I think their team fucking – their wide receiving core sucks. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think it's great, but, I mean, I just they don't have a quarterback, so it doesn't matter, and they don't have much of a tight end either. Well, let's move to that. They drafted two fucking tight ends, like, within the first three rounds. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's, all like, of- it's like they drafted uh, Musgrave, and they were like, we went to draft Cross. Like, they pressed the wrong button in Madden, and they just decided, we're going to get Croft anyway. Yeah. Like, they, they're, they're hedging their bets on tight ends. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. Luke Musgrave and Tucker Kraft. They both sound like some East Coast, like, like fast food heirs or something. God, that's an awful, yeah. Mix of the whitest, yeah, whatever, I'm not even going to go there. We're well, trying to clean the pot up They have to make up for the quarterback. Trying to clean the pot up a little bit this year, as, yeah. as we, since we've gone international. Something we can put on our LinkedIn or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, we are going to go to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I see them taking a big step back this year. What do you think, Tony? I totally agree. They, you know, they, they got rid of Delvin Cook, Alexander Madison. I like him as a backup running back, as, as a guy who steps in. Yeah. I don't think he's a bell cow, but Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the game, arguably. Absolutely. Not even arguably, I don't think. Um, Hawkinson's pretty good at, at tight end. Uh, Cousins is Cousins, man. He's, he's just pure white meat chicken with no, <laughs> with, with like no season seasonings on or anything. But he, you know, he's going to get, he's going to be okay. He's, you know, he's, you know, he's like a fertile Myrtle. Yeah. I mean, cousins is like in that same tier as Derek Carr and he's just, he's going to be okay. Both to, big to Jesus good. guys. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> then, you know, he's going to have like three amazing games where he's a borderline MVP candidate. And then he's going to go into prime time in a, in a clutch game in the wheels. And then off. drive home in a minivan. <laughs> yeah. Grill gray meats. So, I mean, last year they, what, they win, like, 11 games, I think? 11 I think games? so. I, I actually picked them to win the division last year, if you remember. That was a good call. Um, it was. It was an excellent call. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I think they take a step back. I think they lose a lot. They, they won a lot of close games, especially. True. Uh, remember True. last year, the Buffalo game with the fumble and shit? Yeah, yeah. That was just a miracle of a win. I think they lose more than they win of those games. First game against Detroit was a miracle, I believe, too, wasn't it? Wasn't there a last-minute fumble or something there? I, I don't recall. Uh, one one. No, no. 
One th- one thing that I will point out though about the Vikings, uh, just in their favor, is they did pick up Jordan Addison, Jalen Rager, and Nikhil Harry this off season. But Actually, was- no, sorry, they might have had Rager last year. Yeah, but those are Ra- some- Jalen Rager is a fucking bust. He's a bust when he's a because he was a first round pick in Philly. But like as your fourth receiver on the depth chart. Now, if you want to say Jordan Addison is a great addition, I agree. That's fine. And he's, he's but what are they doing spending that early capital on fucking offense? Their offenses are, is not the problem. Their defense is shit. Yeah, and they have a huge hole at running back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not not saying they should have let have kept Cook because you could tell Cook is kind of to the, the end of his run. Their, their backup line. is Dwayne Danny McBride for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, and of course, well at least they have C.J. Ham. He's a fullback, goddamn it. <laughs> Uh, next up, we'll move to the Bears, the Chicago Bears. Kind of a trendy pick. I thought about taking them for the NFC North this year. What's well, going to be interesting to see because they have DJ Moore now, and I've always liked DJ Moore, right? Yeah, and and, and receiver's been their problem for a long time. And quarterback as well. Um, who was their last good receiver? Elshon Jeffries, maybe? Allen Robinson. Yeah, he was their, like, stat, like... He fit the bill as a good receiver. He never got utilized right. That's know? true. I guess his best days were definitely in Jacksonville. And yeah. then Chicago was, I guess, when he kind of started to go down. But he never had a quarterback. Now, their running back situation is very interesting. Khalil Harbert, he had a, he had a pretty good year last year. Um, yep. Foreman. I think Deontay Foreman had a great year last year in Carolina. Yeah, but uh, that was after CMC got traded. And then he was, he was splitting with uh, – who was the other running back Carolina has? I don't remember. He, he was from Oklahoma State. He, oh, your boy. Yeah, the super fast guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, yeah. Yes, yes. That's right. Roshan, he's, he's not on the roster this year, I'm seeing. Chuba Hubbard was in Sorry, Carolina. sorry, in Carolina. Got it. Anyway, got so uh, we, this is preseason for us. Yeah, right? you know? we're working out the kinks, boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, Roshan Johnson, though, I think he was a backup for um, B. John Robinson in Texas. So, And I've heard he's pretty goddamn good. So Okay, well, I, I can tell you from being a Seahawks fan, Travis Homer's a nice little... Uh, Special teams back. Is it a homer pick? It's not even a homer pick. I, this is just from the eye test. Uh, yeah, but I agree with you. Wide receivers are good. I'm a Chase Claypool guy. I know a lot of people are down on him, but I actually I like Chase Claypool. He's a big body guy, and like the uh, the Darnell Mooney thing has been a thing. I feel like the last couple of years, and it's like it, it seemed like last year they, they, that was the number one receiver. But he's not a big body guy. He's really small, I believe. So yeah, I, I don't. I'm not high on Darnell Mooney, but I agree with you. I like DJ. Moore I like a lot. some of the names, but I just don't like the you know who they the structure of them. They don't have the alpha. Maybe maybe Claypool Claypool can be the uh, alpha, but I think the reason people are picking the Bears and what needs to happen for them to be good is Justin Fields has to turn into a. I don't even have a good comparison. Like, but looking at their tight ends, like a Josh Allen type, where he can run but also bomb it deep, almost. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, so kind of. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Looking at their tight ends, Cole Komet. I mean, and then Robert Tunyon and Mercedes Lewis. Why is he still playing Mercedes Lewis? He's 47. He's got to be, dude. And yeah. like TJ loves him. Two pack. Yeah, he's he might be a, a Bears fan by the end of this year because mm-hmm. they have Tunyon and Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, that's true. Well, they have a black cornerback. <laughs> Um, PJ Walker's are back up too. No way. So Tony, your pick for the NFC North? Detroit Lions. My pick as well. I don't. I don't think there's any other team you can take. Maybe. I mean, I don't think there's any other team you can take. Honestly. Uh, moving on to the AFC East, we will start out with the Patriots. Uh, I'm not a Mac Jones guy. I'm really not. You're more of a Bailey Zappi guy. I love Bailey Zappi. I do. But Bailey Zappi's not going to win you the division. I think they just suck ass. Yeah, they, there's just not a lot of talent. I, on I love Ramondre Stevenson. I think he's a pretty damn good running back. Um, the receiving core is just another like island of misfit toys. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you look across this this roster and you see Mac Jones at quarterback, Ramondre Stevenson at number one running back, and nobody behind him. Juju as the number one receiver, and I mean Hunter Henry's okay. Devontae Parker. I mean, those two. I, Juju Smith Schuster is one of the most overrated players in the NFL in the last like five years. Yeah, because he got. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm guilty of thinking he was better than he is too, and it's all because he played with AB. That and the TikTok. Bowl. Yeah, he's a he's a great number two receiver. Yeah, point, yeah. He just benefited off AB being one of the most dominant receivers in in history at that time at the Steelers. And maybe like AB is nuts, so he, maybe he's like a cult leader, and he kind of just spoke it into fruition towards towards uh, Juju Smith Schuster, and that's why he's just, he's so arrogant and he's doing the TikToks. I don't know. Do you, do you know who I am a big fan of though on the Patriots roster? Who I think is a really really underrated player is Mike Gesicki. Every time, Gasicki's one of those guys that just pops on film. He's a really, really good athlete. I think he's better than Henry, but in New England, I just think this offense is going to suck. So I don't know that he's a good fantasy pick. But I think I'm, I'm a big fan of Mike Gasicki, the player. I don't, and I'm not, I'm not looking at the stats, but I feel like Hunter Henry's at least a few years older than Gasicki. Oh yeah, Gasicki's. I want to say 25. Henry Henry's like closer to 30, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm not a big Hunter Henry fan, but I, I just when Gasicki was with the Dolphins, he always had potential to pop for like a number one. Right. I mean. Belichick loves spending money on tight ends, and that's it. Yeah, and I, I just I don't know why. In, in this situation, I don't know why. You don't have Tom Brady anymore. Well, it's, it's, it's dump-off guys, I guess, maybe. Ramondre Stevenson, I think, has proven to be pretty damn good. Um, I guess. But, again, you but don't have Tom Brady, so I don't know that dump-off guys do much for you. I anymore. think with a shitty quarterback, you're going to dump off more than ever, right? But they've never had good receivers besides Randy Moss. I mean, Wes Welker was pretty good. He's a slot guy. Julian Edelman was slot pretty good. Slot guy. Okay, but that's not saying he's a not a good receiver. I but mean, he, Amon Ross St. Brown is a glorified slot guy. He's just a really, really good one. Fair, but I'm, you know, my point is they've never had like the superstar receiver really besides Randy. Yeah, Moss yeah, they've never had. Yeah, they've never had a Hopkins or somebody like that. Who? Nothing. Go away. Uh, next up, we'll go to the New York Jets with the probably the two most unlikable quarterbacks in all of football: Zach Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. One's a frat bro. One's like a uh, yoga bro, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about this team. I'm, I'm not buying it. You know, as much as there's some good young names on this roster, like Brees Hall, Michael, Michael Carter. Carter, Garrett Wilson, you know. Uh, Randall Cobb, really young. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the addition of Rodgers, they just felt like they were Frankensteining a bunch of old guys together. Miko Hardman, Lazard, you know, Randall Cobb. I know. Uh, you know, I just there's not a lot going on here. Tight end. Tyler Conklin and C.J. Azoma, two former Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. I just, you know, and I, it's really hard to say. I mean, they could be okay. Their defense is really good. Watching this team last year, it felt like they were a quarterback away. But looking but was at was the quarterback Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, exactly. And and I, just, I haven't heard. I haven't watched um, Hard Knocks, but I've heard that Aaron Rodgers is coming off as really likable, and he's being like a mentor towards. Zach Wilson and, and other other quarterbacks and other players, and it's just like it seems like it's fake because he knows the cameras are around. Yeah, and he's a bitch. Yeah, total bitch. You know, and, and all joking aside, I mean, you put prime Aaron Rodgers on this team, and yes, they're probably going to win the division. But like, I just think Aaron Rodgers is old, and I don't think he's as good as he was, and I don't think he can elevate Alan Lazard and Miko Hardman to be super legit. Corey receivers. Davis, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do think Garrett Wilson's going to have a big year. I do think that. I can see that. I mean, he's the, the only, like, truly good wide receiver there, I think. Uh, next up, we will move to the Miami Dolphins with uh, injury-prone Tua Tagovailoa, which is why I can never pick them to win anything. So that's actually, you know, 
I'm not picking the Miami Dolphins to win that division, but I'm picking them because I think they're going to take a step up. Receiving core, I mean, it's probably the best, the best, the best, the best duo duo in the NFL with with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Running back, there's a lot of chatter of Dalvin Cook signing there, so I'm not too worried about that. So as long as Tua stays healthy, that's a big if. I think they're going to win the division. Yeah, and you know what though? If Tua gets hurt, I'm a big Mike White fan. I think Mike White looked actually he was he was good in a few games last yeah, year in the Jets. In. I would be happy to have him as my backup. Another like a computer generated player by Madden, Mike White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I definitely think they need to sign a running back. No question. Yeah. Um, but I think they probably will. I think we've heard the three or four guys talk about maybe going there. Um, I mean, there is a one other duo in the league that, you know, is pretty good. What, uh, Cincinnati? It's it's in, it's, well, yeah, that too. I was going to say it's in Seattle, but Cincinnati would also be true. I just think. I don't know that they are an unquestioned best duo in the league. I just, I, I'm just not a big DK guy. You are a huge DK guy. No, 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 TJ is. Oh my God. I'm a big, um, what's his, Kenny Galladay. But also, like, you know, I just, i just not a big DK, uh, DK Metcalf fan. I mean. I've cooled on him only because of his attitude. I mean, talent-wise, he's right there with anybody in the league. So, out of Ole Miss, he was, like, the hot name, and I think he got drafted before uh, another receiver that's in the NFL right now in the same team. Do you know who that is? No. He's one of the best receivers in the league right now. He plays for the Eagles. Oh, in the same college team, A.J. Yeah, Brown. Yeah, yes, A.J. Brown, yes, right. Yes. He's, he's, like, built like DK, DK Metcalf. He's got monster calves. He's just a jack dude, and he's smaller, but he's a better receiver. Yeah, I agree. I mean, A.J. Brown's a legit top 10, no question, receiver. DK is probably not in the top 10. And he has all the physicality, all the traits, but he, something maybe he's gone to his head or he's got Lamar Jackson brains. We don't know, but he's just not as good. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, he's good. He just needs to keep his head on straight. I think Kenny, the more the Seahawks win, the better he will act. But, I mean, they also drafted uh, in Jake Barright, so. That's an amazing one, two, three. They could be a great trio. Yeah, but let, let's get that when we get to the Seahawks. Okay. Right now, we're still talking about the AFC East, and I'm going to take my pick for the AFC East champion, which is the Bills. That's just low-hanging fruit. That's easy. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I think the Dolphins are a little bit of a trendy pick, too. But, but yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. I, You know, the Bills have disappointed now for two years in a row. Of course, two years ago, they had the infamous Pat Mahomes... Uh, you know, 13-second drive. Yeah. Last year, I thought they looked really bad. I do think Stephon Diggs is getting old and isn't what he used to be. I just think this team has one more run in him, and I, I kind of – part of me knows it's probably not going to happen, but I think the Bills have, like, one more good run with this current core of guys. But it also seems like, like you said, they, they still haven't addressed the running back situation. You know, I mean, James Cook, they drafted last year. Damian Harris is, you know, he's Asperger's. Yeah, um, it, it, James Cook and Damian Harris is not a good one, too. But – James Cook's brother is still out there. So we'll see. They have an opportunity to sign maybe a Fournette, which I think still has some tread in the tires. Zeke Elliott, I think he's toast, which is great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the best running back is definitely Alvin Cook. So if they can get him, that'd be great. They're also looking a lot thinner at wide receiver. I mean, they have a much older Diggs, and they have Gabe Davis, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly. So I, we'll see. I mean, they did draft Dalton Kincaid in the first round, so they're hoping he could be the Travi, Travis Kelsey type. But I don't think tight end was really their problem. I thought Dawson Knox was fine last year. I agree. Year. I totally agree. I running, think, running back was their glaring hole. Yeah, exactly. Running back and, and I don't even know what else. I mean, they just seem to kind of choke down the stretch. Yeah. And, you know, two years ago, this was the number one, I think, most predicted Super Bowl team. Yeah. And now look where they are. You know, a lot of people not even picking them to win their own division. It's crazy. There's, you know, there's two other teams that could potentially win with the Jets as well. Yeah. Move on to. Yep. 
All right, moving on to the NFC East, we will start out with the G-Men, the New York Giants. Uh, a lot of people picking them to take a little bit of a step back this year because it seemed like they overperformed. What do you think? I agree, 100%. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's got quick little feet, but little hands, and he can't throw the rock that well. The receiving core is like... Awful. It's got to be the worst in the, in the NFL. Yeah, that's the worst in the NFL. It, worse than the Texans. Getting rid of Kadarius Tony is asinine. I just... Uh... Well, I mean, I don't know. Was it Kadarius Tony? It's just an island of misfit toys. Like these, there's no alpha. I just, I just their best. Their their current projected starting number one is Isaiah Hodgins. I no joke. I do not know who that is. And Darius Slayton is is a nice receiver, but I mean, not as it's just. He's a decent two, maybe. Yeah, I like Darius Slayton, but you know, he's he's Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson's a gadget guy. I just hate his name. And I hate saying Wandale. I feel like a like a, a child. You know, um, Paris Campbell is like an okay a number three. Up, Buckeye. But, so, Jalen Hyland, that's it, rookie from Tennessee. Yeah. They, yep. dra- they drafted. Um, if, if he pops, you know, I mean, I, I, li- I like Jamison Crowder. He's there, too. If, if Jalen Hyatt pops, you could see, like, maybe. So, now to play devil's advocate. So, we, we'll say it's about the Kansas City Chiefs. The receiving core looks terrible, but they did get Darren Waller. So, Darren Waller, if they, run, they scheme it right, he could be their – Tight, tight end, one receiver, one kind of situation like with Travis Kelsey. But it would be a very Walmart version of the Kansas City Chiefs if they could pull it off. Yeah, I get that. I mean, you know, I think this is actually kind of the perfect team for Waller to go to. Um, I, I do like Daniel Jones. I do. I, I don't I, – I just don't know. This is a tough one for me. I, I kind of like them to take a step back. I do believe in Brian Dable. I think Daniel Jones is at least a talented you're, quarterback. You're saying a tiny setback, so they don't they don't make the wild card. But I do believe a wild card will come from the NFCs. And who do you think that's going to be? I think it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Whoa! So you're not picking them to win the I'm division. Just, I'm just kidding. No, it's Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing for a curveball there. All right, well, let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys then. Um, you know, I mean, this team seems to pretty much trot out the same roster year after year, you know? Still got C.D. Lamb. We still got Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott. I think Brandon Cooks is the nice addition, though. The receive, you know, the receiving core. I guess um, they they did lose. They they did add Luke Schoonmaker is probably going to be their their tight end one coming going forward. Yeah. Um, but I think you know they're a good team, but just you know they're just not. They're all you know. It's like what the, the Packers have done for a while, you know. They've been good, but they haven't been – they're Steelers. Been good, but not great. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know what, though? It's it, – one question I have about the Cowboys that is probably the most important thing they have to worry about right now is, is Zach Martin going to re-sign? Is he going to hold out? What's going to happen? You've got to think he's going to sign it. you got to pay him. You have to pay he's him. He's the guy you have to pay. Your whole team's built – they're like the Lions. Like, I mean, your like, whole team's built around your O-line. If, if you were to think 20 years – 20, 30 years ago when we were like babies or just like little boys and like how it was like – uh, the Barry Sanders. I mean, I guess I, I don't know the pace structure. I assume like the, the the star players were getting paid. Yeah, you know. And then I was like, you want to pay the the big boys? You want to pay the trenches? Stuff yeah. like that. Look at why are we talking about the Lions for the first time in twenty years as the best team in the North? They built from the trenches. They built from the trench. Well, they built specifically from the offensive line. But exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but obviously defensive line, they at least have Hutch. And yeah, exactly. It's because I, to me, investing in O lines is how you build dynasties. That's what the uh, the Cowboys did in the nineties. That's why they were so good. They had one You're of the right. best old lines it's, of all time. It's not like Aikman is, is Joe Montana or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Michael Irvin smoked crack. Yeah, that's probably what actually fueled them through a lot of championships. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Emmett Smith, you can't tell me he's 
statistically, he's one of the best of all time. But like, if you eye test, he's not one of the best of all time. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's not, plenty of not that he's not not great, but it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, he's a top like 20 running back of all time. He's mm. not a top five of all time. And and there's a lot of I think mediocre running backs you could put behind an elite offensive line that will put up great numbers. And that's what we're seeing now. That's the trend. That's why running backs are getting paid. Yep. Yep. Uh, next up, we will move to the Eagles, who me and you both picked to win the division this year. Um, you know, similar relative lineup to what they did last year, I think. So it's really hard to, like, look, especially the NFC, and, like, look at these teams, and, like, it seems like it's very lenient, like, the best team by far is the Philadelphia Eagles. O-line is great. Like, we're talking trenches. D-line is great. Defense is really good. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a fucking stud. Um and which within college, you think, you know, he loses his job to, to a tug of Iola and goes to Oklahoma and doesn't win a national championship there, but he wins a national championship with two as a quarterback. But it's something about his demeanor and how he handled it, and, like, that's, I think, what makes him a really good pro, along with his, his skill set, obviously. Yep, he was always mature ever since he was at Alabama. When yep. he was at Oklahoma, he was mature. He's intelligent. I think a lot of times those things are more important than talent. Like, Tom Absolutely. Brady was... Far from the most talented quarterback. Like, Patrick Mahomes will probably go down as one of the most talented quarterbacks. Michael Vick, something like that. Yeah. Like, um, skill set-wise, like, pure athleticism, Tom Brady is the bottom of that list. Joe yeah. Montana, bottom of that list. But it's all, in the quarterback position, it's all intelligence, emotional, even, you know, skill and, like, play, play intelligence. Exactly, exactly. And, and really, they have a lot of talent just all over the team. Um, I mean, wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith is a great duo. Yep. Goddard, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Boston Scott, it, Kenneth Gainwell. But that running back. back room doesn't matter. Whoever's producing is going to produce. Exactly, they exactly. It's a hot hand room. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, I'm looking at these running backs. DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, Trey Sermon. That, for having five running backs, that is an amazing group of five. There, there's a lot of names there. Trey Sermon was what, like a second round pick or something? He's if also I'm not mistaken? ass. If, if, but if, that's your number five running back. Agreed. He probably unbelievable. Might, he might not make the team if, if Kyle Shanahan said that he's not good enough to make my team. I don't think he's going to make the team. Exactly. But you're right. For them to be able to get DeAndre Swift for like a fourth round draft pick, I mean that's a good pickup. Yeah, for a bag of chips. He is afraid of him between the tackles. As a Lions fan, I do know that, but but I it mean, doesn't ma- again. It doesn't matter when you have four or five viable running backs. You know, have somebody who's scared to go in there. Just don't run them up there. Swift is definitely talented, though. Uh, next up, we come to the wash. Oh, and one other thing before we move on, actually, about the Eagles is they have the best backup quarterback you could ever have in that system, which is Marcus Mariota. If Jalen Hurts goes down and Mariota comes in, they only miss like a half a step because he's such a similar style of play. And Mariota's a pro. He can handle himself back there. I disagree, but that's fine. I think Mariota is – I think he's scum. I think he sucks. <laughs> be honest. He's a like, vicious anti-Hawaiian Hunt, bias. Huntley is is the, the – no, I love Tua Tagovailoa. That's why I picked him to win <laughs> the NFC – or the AFCs. But I think um, Mar- Mariota is a piece of shit. I think he's chum. All um, right. Well, with that being said, but Huntley is the best backup quarterback. All right. Well, don't – take over a certain situation. Okay. All right. Well, don't, don't hold your feelings in there, Tony. <laughs> now we'll look at the Commanders. I don't think a single human alive is picking them to win the East, but uh, some interesting things going on there. Um, and shooting Tony, victim of himself, Brian Robinson Jr., is going to be probably we, number one back. Let's start with this, and this is word to Tyler. The starting running back isn't Antonio Gibson. It's actually Brian Robinson Jr. Yes, correct. Um, he's the second second 
on the depth chart at running back. I just want to throw that out there for Tyler. So, like, if Tyler would have, like, traded for him, yeah, that yeah. would have been really stupid, right? But I wouldn't know because I don't have this league you guys I've heard of, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so Sam Howell, UNC product, he sucks. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. But I've heard of some people high on Sam Howell, to be fair. We'll see. I mean, he left Carolina. If he was that good, he would have stayed. True. And I was, I liked Heineke a lot, to be honest. McLaurin's a stud. I've heard a lot of like great things about Dotson. I heard he, it's gonna be his coming out here. Um, Curtis Samuel is your number three. Is solid. Logan Thomas, uh, Thomas, yeah. Logan Thomas, he's still playing tight end there. So yeah, he's a biracial angel. Yeah, he's Virginia Tech quarterback. He, Logan Thomas is the best waiver wire tight end you will ever pick up because he will go off for twenty. He, he is up. a biracial angel. He is, he's, he, Logan Thomas has won me multiple. He's games. the Derek Jeter of uh, absolutely, football. Yeah. absolutely. But we all know they suck. The only thing I'll say for this team is I think they do have a really good running or uh, sorry, really good wide receiver room with McLaurin, Dotson, and Curtis Sanders. And they have uh, Eric Bieniemy as their new OC, so we'll see. Oh, how that's that, interesting. That I forgot pans about that. out. You know what's really interesting is what I've heard is that he's very like aggressive and like and the players don't like him, and like a lot of the media here is like, well, just he's won the Super Bowl, so just listen to him. But I remember when a certain coach from Detroit, Matt Patricia, who's won Super Bowls, said the same thing. There, and then a lot of the media said he's just too hard on them. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. Of course, I think the bigger question with Bayenemy is what everybody says about him is, is Andy Reid really the offensive genius? And anybody who is in that offensive coordinator position in Kansas City is going to look good. He absolutely is. It, Eric Bayenemy still looks like he gets off the short bus. <laughs> well, it's he just a like couple a of... kind of the hood. Just a, just a couple of portly men were making the calls there in KC, so we'll see. But, I mean, I've got to agree, right? It's probably Andy Reid. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, we speaking of Andy Reid, we will move to the AFC West, and we will start out with the Chiefs, who we have both picked to win the division. And I, I mean, I think probably most people would pick them to win the division. Let's uh, should we even talk about them? Yeah, there's not much to say here. I mean, the only thing I guess you could really look at here um, is their receiver room or running back room. Yeah, I mean, Pacheco seems to be their their you know Pacheco, McKinnon, and Ceh are kind of their three. What about Ceh is that you're having in the first round? You know, a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. The LSU team, but you know, it's the same thing as it was last year. There's no, no great receivers. They're gonna to try to find that Tyreek Hill replacement, take the top off the defense, and the number one receiver will be Travis Kelsey. And they're still going to win games, and they're still gonna win the division until March in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me that they lose Tyreek Hill. They don't really replace him, and then they win the Super Bowl. You know, it kind of makes you question what is the motor behind KC. It's obviously Mahomes, but like, yeah. Somebody's got to score there other well, than Kelsey, right? You know, they, I think it was a decision. Like, is it are we paying Tyreek or are they paying Kelsey? And they decided to pay Kelsey, and which it, is the right move. Yeah, so far it's proven to be right. Yeah, interesting. But but Kelsey or I'm Kelsey, sorry. Kelsey is a receiver. But also Tyreek Hill is elite because he goes to Miami and has an amazing year. So I don't know how you win it's, the Super Bowl after losing that. It's not one or the other. It's it's it's, it's the pulled. same, but it's p- picking the one that is more you know more important to your offense or your team. Yeah. I, I think one thing that, uh, that was underrated last year about Kansas City is that they really upgraded their offensive line. And now Cincy has upgraded their offensive line. So I think that is kind of like the power struggle in the AFC, right? It's like yeah. whichever one of those teams has a better O-line seems like they'll probably win. Yes, I absolutely agree. Uh, so, yeah, again, not much to say about them. We both picked them to win the division. Let's move on to the Chargers. Uh, Eddie's favorite team. Um, you know, there's not a lot of change here either, if I'm being honest. We're still looking at Herbert, Eckler, Joshua Kelly, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. So, I mean, they drafted Quentin Johnson from TCU, so that, that's potentially the Mike Williams replacement or, or Keenan Allen replacement. 
especially because Mike Williams is hurt a lot and Keenan Allen's getting old. I mean, does, does they have to pay Mike Williams next year? They already pay him. I'm not. I have no idea. If I'm being 100 percent honest, but I think there's a chance that he can surpass one of the two. More than likely, Mike Williams. He's always hurt, and he's a fat baby. I've heard a uh, a romantic entanglement between Justin Herbert and Quentin Johnson. Are you buying that one? Yeah. Who's the catcher? Who's the receiver? We already know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, speaking of tight ends, you know somebody I do really like is Gerald Everett. He's old, reliable. He's an old tank, an old tiger tank from the old uh, World War II. <laughs> you know, he's underrated fast, too. Like, Gerald Everett, I've seen him bust off like a long-ass, you know, touchdown reception. What kind of porn are you watching, bud? <laughs> He'll bust off, I'm telling you. He will bust off. Yeah, no, he's, he's, I think he's old. I, I assume he's old. His name is Gerald, so I assume. That's like whatever, like... Presidents from like the forties, <laughs> Gerald Ford. Yeah, he played Bush, football in Michigan. He did. He did. Michigan. <laughs> uh, next up, you know, I'm I'm looking for the team depth charts here, and I'm trying to go to the O's for Oakland. I keep forgetting they're in Las Vegas. I hate the sound of that. What? Just just a a medley of <laughs> terribleness, dude. You know, I don't know if I agree. I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's such a a bum. I do too. I don't think Jimmy G is good. Josh is Jacobs. he a huge step down from Derek Carr? I think Jer- Derek Carr is actually pretty good. I think I think he's like linear with Matt Stafford ish. You know, like he he, he kind of can be prime a- Stafford though. No, I think so. No way. And he can gunsling. I think he's gonna be pretty good in New Orleans. Um, but that being said, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a fucking turd. I, I I kind of disagree. Like I think that not not that I don't think Garoppolo is bad. I just don't think there's as big of a difference between Garoppolo and Carr as you. To call Garoppolo handsome. Um, handsome Kirk Cousins is an insult to Kirk Cousins. That's my opinion. I think. Yeah, he, I agree. I think Cousins is better than Garoppolo. I think, but, but not by much. I think no. I think he's absolute ass. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't. Again, I don't think he's like a good quarterback, but I think he is a competent quarterback. I just think the situation was so the New England thing, the Brady thing. You know, it made sense. He's his successor. Got shipped him out, and then like with with um, San Francisco, any quarterback that's Somewhat decent is going to be pretty good there. Well, I mean, Brock Purdy is is not the top ten Purdue quarterback of all time, and he was and he, and he almost won. Well, he didn't go to Purdue. Where'd he go? Iowa State. Oh shit! He is actually probably like a top two Iowa State quarterback of all time, Who's along with one? Seneca Wallace. Seneca, all right. You, you just, <laughs> I just got school. I think Purdy went to Purdue. Famous Purdue ba- or famous uh, Seahawks backup, by the way. Oh, I, I, I know Seneca Wallace. <laughs> um, all right, but regardless, I'm again. I'm not like stumping for Jimmy G. I think he's been overrated his whole career, but I don't think he is like ass ass. You know, like, I think he's ass. Yeah. But the 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 Raiders suck. They're they're a shit organization. Adams is great. I think Josh Jacobs is a great running back. Yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers has had a couple good years, and honestly, Hunter Renfro has been trending up. He's he's like a really good he, possession he, slot guy. So they signed him. Uh, who Hunter Renfro? Yeah, I thought he was a free agent. I I don't know. No no no, they brought him. Is he? I thought he was sold in his rookie but it's, deal. It's bizarre, you know. They they take Darren Wall and they ship him out. You know. You know I don't have a problem with that. They currently they, they have Michael Mayer and ship. Austin Hooper as their as their tight ends. Take Khalil Mack, ship him out. Yeah, that was dumb. Like their best players, I don't understand. I think the biggest problem for the Raiders is is they so fundamentally switched what they were doing when Gruden left yeah. that they basically had to reset from zero. And then they had Rich Bisaccia come in, and he was actually a good coach, and then they don't let him keep the permanent job. They bring in dumbass Josh McDaniels, who yeah. everybody knows sucks. Yeah, he's still there. He's part of the uh, Belichick thing, right? Josh McDaniels is just skinny Matt Patricia. 
<laughs> well said. Literally. Uh, next up, we'll go to the Broncos. Uh, obviously the most disappointing team in the NFL last year. I, it's so hard for me to remove emotion from this, but like deep down in my gut, I just think Russ isn't done yet. I think he has like he has to have something there. And with the with the right coaching, right? Yeah, bringing Sean Payton, it's it's a possibility. I mean, the, I, I've I've really clutched on to hope Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton can be something. Um, Javante Williams, he's I think he's still hurt, but Samaj P. Ryan can step up and take care of business for him. I'm a big Javante Williams fan, but they do not have much behind him. I don't think. I mean, yeah, P. Ryan's fine. They don't. There's not much there behind it. Um, Greg, Greg Dolchich. Greg Dolchich and, Dolchich. Al, and Albert Okwanugbaum. Yeah. So, I mean, tight end's pretty strong position. I mean, we'll, if, if there's anything left in the tank for us, Sean Payton's going to make it cook. Yeah. Let's ride, Denver. One interesting thing I want to point out about this team is, uh, is that – so we're looking at uh, average positional ranks right now, and Jerry's like Judy, five and a half inches. Jerry Judy is listed at 20 and Cortland Sutton's at 42, which I really disagree with. I, I, you'd think Cortland Sutton would be kind of the clear cut number one choice and Judy's more of a take the top off kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think so. So Sutton's more of the big body alpha guy and, 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 and really in this NFL, I, th- I think the Jerry Judy type, the six foot, six, one, six, two guy who's got some speed is kind of like the number one receiver. Really? Yeah. See, I see Jerry Judy as much more of like a Jamison Williams, you know, like a KJ Hamler, like just somebody who's going to just burn over the top, and that's their only role. Well, in the Hamler offense. was on that Nicole offense Hardman. for that reason. I don't think he's he's quite that player. I think he's he's more of your your uh, Justin Jefferson. Sorry, KJ Osborne, not KJ Hamler. That's what I meant to say. The guy from Minnesota who would just go over the top. Anyways, um, I I think you're getting everything mixed up. I I think he's more of like your. Um, Waddle. I think he's more of like your uh, Justin Jefferson type. Like an underneath speedster? Your Jamar Chase, yeah. Like he's like a really good hands guy with some speed. I don't think he's a Tyreek Hill Hill type. Okay. Yeah, no, I always saw Jerry Judy as like an over-the-top burner more so than like a number one. I just think the NFL is going in a different direction versus like we would think the 6'4 alpha, like a Michael Pittman, which is one of the best in the league. Because Corlin Sutton is like a big body, big hand guy, right? Like that's who I would think. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. But I I think the NFL is going a different way now. Okay, that's interesting. And maybe that's more going to be your tight end, like a Travis Kelsey. I I don't know that I've noticed that trend, but I'm not going to say you're wrong. I, I think it's transitioning, you know, kind of like a, a boy to a girl in, in today times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we'll go to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I have a little bit of love for them. Um, but, you know, I have some concerns, too. Um, Gino had a great year last year, of course. Um, to me, Gino and Jared Goff are, like, the same quarterback, right? They kind of had – they were highly drafted, kind of had some down years where they were perceived as a bust, and now they're having kind of a renaissance – um, the, the thing is, is I just think the Lions are a little bit ahead of the Seahawks and where they are with development. They already have an elite offensive line. Yeah. Seattle has, a, like, a couple guys who were rookies last year. But, like, skill position-wise, like, drafting Zach Charbonnet and adding Kenneth Walker, I mean, that's a nice one-two running back. Yeah. Receivers are really fucking good. Um, and a- adding ja- Jackson Smith and Jigba, I mean, that he, he could be the best receiver by the end of the year for the – the Seattle Seahawks. I don't agree for the Seahawks, but I think there's a chance he could be the best rookie receiver. Okay. I just, I, I just, I don't think DK is that great, and I think that uh, Lockett is getting old. You know? Lockett is getting old. I'll give you that. Lockett is definitely that. And you know, me and you were just talking earlier about the Seahawks defense, and 
like how Bobby Wagner is more of like a figurehead than a, a great player anymore, and Lockett is probably getting there. Yeah, he's obviously a leader. I mean, he's one of the most beloved he, Seahawks, but he's definitely yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's like uh, Lions bringing back Marvin Jones. Obviously, Lockett had his a way better career and you know success with with uh, succession with the um, Seahawks, but. Just having that guy is going to do a lot for Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely a great mentor. The thing with Lockett is he's always been known as a speed guy, and speed guys generally don't age well. Yeah. Uh, and then Noah Fant, I thought, had a pretty good year last year as the tight end. So, you well, know. Obviously still churning there. I'm anticipating a kind of similar year to last year for the Seahawks, like a wild card. Um, you know, good, not great. I'm really excited to see how the secondary develops with the new addition of Weatherspoon. So. It just depends. What I, I could talk about this team for hours, Tony. Right. We should just let's move on. Let's yeah, move let's on. just move on. Let's move on to the hated San Francisco 49ers. And I think your opinion of this team really has to come down to what do you think of Brock Purdy? I don't think too great of him. I think he's not Purdy. I think he's ugly. <laughs> um, with that being said, Trey Lance's ass, it, Sam Darnold might be your starter. I Having CMC is great. He's awesome. But we saw I was that quarterback last year in the NFC Championship game. Not great. But the O-line's great. The D-line's great. The defense is great. They should charge on and win the division. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about them at the receiver position. Um, IU's been a bit of a disappointment. Debo just took – he had so much volume the year before last year. I don't know if he'll ever, like, well fully recover. So the big complaint from him is he, he wanted to get paid like a running back, even though he's a receiver, and receivers get paid more than running backs. It was very confusing. I think he wanted to be classified as a running There's something like that. Like, he wanted like to a, be classified as a running back. Like a – Maybe maybe it's a, it's a it's a cap thing or the. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how that shit works, but the, another thing with Debo is Debo is basically the same type of player as Christian McCaffrey, where he's like a do everything kind of guy. And he wanted to be more like a receiver versus a running back. I think that was part of his. his uh, well, and and what I was getting to actually is like I don't know if he's as effective when you already have Christian McCaffrey on the roster because he's, you don't need a do everything guy anymore. You need like a just a receiver. Yeah, I think and, George. George, George Kittle is elite. You know, he's good. And Christian McCaffrey is probably the only player in the league who is, like, a better do-everything player than Debo Samuel, honestly. Kind of kind of over- redundant to have him on the same team. True. Uh, next up, we will talk about the Arizona Cardinals. There is not much to talk about here. Most people are projecting them to be the worst team in the NFL. What do you Ky- think about that? I agree. Kyler Murray might even play a snap this year. Um, James Conner, I mean, he's still a starting running back. You know, he's getting volume, so good for him. Um Marquise Hollywood Brown. There is just so little talent as you look across this roster. I mean, it's basically the same skill position players they had last year, but a year older. Yeah. And a quarterback who doesn't want to be there and is like what five foot ten. We still, I think he's hurt. He might not even play next year. If he doesn't play, it's not going to be. It's going to be a Lamar not playing. And then like their old coach is banging lady boys in in Taiwan. I mean, we've all done that. I've never gone to Taiwan. <laughs> First part I can't comment on, but <laughs> yeah, and and what I've heard, Kyler Murray likes to to play Call of Duty in racist chat rooms with fourteen year old boys <laughs> yeah. instead of studying his playbook. <laughs> and you know, he just picks his race. You know, one he's like, I'm Korean. And the next <laughs> he's like, I'm black. <laughs> um, next up, we're gonna go to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you know, is, does Stafford still have any gas in the tank, Tony? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. He looks old. They do have Stetson Bennett, who is almost he, as old. Yeah, it's true. But I've heard he's been lighting up the uh, training camp. So, 
He could potentially take over and make them decent. I, I'm not 100% sure. But Cam Akers at running back, it's it's kind of like the Bills running back room. It's just like these recycled old parts. Um, but Cooper Cup is, is a stud. Yeah, he is. But you know what? The, the Rams and the Lions trade will, I think, end up being like the most mutually beneficial trade in league history. The Rams got their Super Bowl, and now they are just a steaming pile of old, expensive players. <laughs> with, which no is, draft, with no draft picks. But it's fine, right? If you're a Rams fan, you're, you're happy for that. They don't like, have fans. Yeah, that's true. If they um, were a normal team. I'd say it's equal if the Lions win a playoff game, and it's like, that's like a Super Bowl for us. Yeah, but regardless of even what the Lions do, just the amount of talent they got back from that trade. True. You know, I mean, that is an absolute win-win. The Rams got their Super Bowl. The Lions got a bunch of talent. You know, Stafford got his ring. I, I think it's a win-win. Yep. I really do. Uh, that being said, I think this team is probably not going to finish above 500 this year. Five wins, probably. Five, six. I mean, they'll do better. They do have two games against the Cardinals. So. And their defense is ass now. They've lost. They've, I mean, they still have Aaron Donald. And I could see, you know, week, week six, week seven, they're, they're parting away with Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and yeah. really blowing it up. The one person I really feel bad for on this team is Cooper Cup because he's a legit number one receiver in yeah. the prime of his career, and he's stuck on this team that is just getting older and shittier. But he did win a Super Bowl MVP, so. True, true. But I just think if you're the Rams, do Cooper Cup a favor and get rid of him because we all know you're not competing. Uh, next up, let's go to the AFC South. Oh, by the way, our picks to win the, the NFC West, unfortunately, I'm going to go with the Niners as well. Me as well, and I hate to say it. I do too. The one thing I do think about differently than you with that is I do like Brock Purdy. I think he's actually a pretty legit quarterback. You're going to be wrong. We'll see. You have bad takes all the time every year. <laughs> all right. <we're laughs> the AFC South, let's get it. All right, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, your thoughts on Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's fast. He's big. He might be the most athletic quarterback to ever play in the league. I mean, he's Cam Newton, but leaner, I guess. Um, wow. John, High Jonathan, praise. Jonathan Taylor. Doesn't mean he's going to be good. Jonathan Taylor, great running back. He wants out. Ursay says, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate the money I could give you to to repurpose or uh, transporting a whale halfway through the country. <laughs> $20 million he spends. <laughs> just, just spit Jonathan Taylor's face. And you guys know how I feel about Michael Pitt and, the guy's yeah. an alpha. Yeah, you'd suckle him. Yeah, I would. <laughs> what do you think? But I think they're going to suck this year. Really? Yeah, okay. I, think, I think five, six wins probably. All of that. So I, I, do, I think Anthony Richardson's going to be a bust, and I say that off watching him never really win in college, and most quarterbacks, in my opinion, that don't win in college don't win that much in the NFL. Maybe the one exception, Josh Allen. Or who's, who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Patrick Mahomes? He didn't win much in, in college. Yeah, but he was still good in college. Not really. Anthony Richardson wasn't good in college. He wasn't that good, no. No, he, I mean, he, he was, was like under a, 500. He, he was never a Heisman contender. And he played at Florida. Josh like, Allen played at Wyoming. Yeah, that's true. You're right, you're right. But he And Anthony Richardson played at Florida. Mahomes played at Texas Tech. That's kind of, like, that's not a fair comparison. I think it's pretty fair, considering the climate. Anyways. I don't know. I'm saying, like, like, Anthony Richardson went under 500 at Florida. For Mahomes to go even a game or two above 500 at Texas Tech My is point way is, more impressive. Who's the best? The two best quarterbacks you just said didn't do shit in college. The only one, the only quarterbacks that's done shit that's that's done shit in the NFL is is probably Hurts, right? Joe Burrow, oh, one Joe Burrow, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, yeah, Tua. Well, Tua was. I, I wouldn't say she was done much yet. Aaron Rodgers, you might say, oh, he didn't win a national championship, but the Cal Bears have been awful before and after he was there. So was AM, you know. Um, 
Florida's been awful since Tebow, honestly. Come on. But Florida's a marquee brand. I, it's just a weird hill to die on, so I'm getting I'm going to die on a hill that if you that if you can't go over 500 with a program as marquee as Florida, you're not a good quarterback. Fine. Fine. Uh, by the way, Zach Moss is hurt, and Jonathan Taylor has not signed yet. Correct? Yeah, so it's going to be... Uh, Evan Hull. Or Deion Johnson. Or Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, they did just pick up Kenyon Drake, so we'll see how that They can also out. sign another running back. There's a lot of running backs. We've talked about how many running backs are out there. Last thing I have for you on the Colts, what are your thoughts on Alec Pierce? I kind of like him. He's you a know, white. He's actually a captain. Is he really? Yeah, and he's, he's the same build of Michael Pittman. Yeah, he kind of is, actually. But, yeah. But hear me out. White. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. But Michael Pittman, yeah, he's got the NFL lineage. Yeah. No, you're, you're right, though. Alec Pierce is actually kind of a lot like Michael Pittman. Very similar. Two alphas, run, yeah, running run, run the gamut. But right, I mean, this team—it's like you're not expecting to win anything. You're no. just seeing how Richardson develops. Yeah. Uh, next up, we'll move to the Tennessee Titans, who are actually my surprise pick to win the AFC South. Who's going to lead them at quarterback, Bob? It's going to be Tannehill. Tannehill sucks. I think Levis sucks, and I think Malik Willis really sucks. I think all three of them suck. Yeah, Tannehill's not great. You're not wrong. I think Derrick Henry's old. Yeah, I agree. I think unless, unless he gets on like some like serious painkillers. It's going to be a rough season for him. They do have DeAndre Hopkins. Sucks. Well, what happened the last... Sucks. What happened the last time they had a good receiver in Tennessee? They were the number one seed in the AFC. A.J. Brown? Yeah. Fair enough, but I... I, But granted, that wasn't with a much younger Derrick Henry. Isn't isn't what they say is that's where receivers go to die? Tennessee? Yeah, Randy... Why, Julio? Julio, Randy Moss. Randy Moss is a tight That's where he ended his career. I don't even remember that. Terrible. He was fucking terrible. The team was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pretend like Hopkins is as good as prime AJ Brown, but Tra- but Tra- like so Traylon Burks. I mean, this is it's always year two for receivers, right? So if he's going to be any good, it's me this year. But look, that the point guard of this team is options are awful. Yeah, they do have a, a really solid tight end at Chagosia Maconquo. <laughs> yes, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say that name. Is this some Black Panther shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wakanda forever is what you said. <laughs> uh, next up, we will go to the Houston Texans. Um, obviously, should we, should we even go there? I mean, obviously, they're not going to win anything this year. I guess the question is more like, do you like these guys going forward? It's, it's watching C.J. Stroud get his ass kicked by the Wolverines for two years. I can't say he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. What's going to be funny is his, his number of receivers is going to be Nico Collins, a U of M product. It, but I will say it'll be nice to see what John Menchie does. Yeah. He just he just recovered from leukemia or whatever it was or some sort of cancer. I think it was a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Fair enough. Um, Dalton Schultz ends up here. He probably moved too far from Dallas, but... They're going to suck balls. Yeah, I mean, they're not. If I'm looking all across this roster, I think the best skill player is probably Damian Pierce. Yeah. But even then, I mean, is the number one running back on a bad team even really worth a, you know, a top pick in fantasy? Probably not. No, I'd rather get, like, one of the uh, touchdown bolcher running backs, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, Devin Singletary might actually be a better fantasy pick on the same team than Damian Pierce because at least he's going to get some little fucking well, they'll, they'll both out of the backfield. They'll probably both be in the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, I am fucked. I need an emergency running back start. Yeah. As I get a little bit drunk, the uh, the F-bombs start to flow slowly. Uh, next up, we're going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's my team. Tony, Tony loves him. I'm certainly a, uh, I'm certainly a Trevor Lawrence guy. 
But uh, they did, they really got lucky to win that playoff game last year. So I kind of see them taking a little bit of a step back this year. But, but who? The Tennessee Titans? Houston Texans? Give me a break, dude. That's true. Some, somebody Colts. has to win the division. Right. So I, I, and I think they will. And I think Lawrence is, is kind of like stepping into his own, being one of the best. I shouldn't say one of the best, but like a top quarterback in the league, stepping in the line. Um, ETN, I, I honestly, I don't love him. I think there was high hopes. And I, I, I think he might kind of fizzle out. I think he might be an okay running back. But they added Tank Bigsby from um, Auburn, who's a he's a damn good running back. His name Tank. Yeah, his name's Tank. That's about the best running back name you could Last ever name have. Bigsby. Yeah, Clayton's cousin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. That's a, that's a good receiving core. I mean, as long as uh, Ridley puts down the um, MGM bets casino, we're going to be okay. Or you know, doesn't go into mental health break. I think that is an okay receiving core. I don't think it's a great receiving. It core. is. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do like, too, about uh, Jags, yeah, I, I agree with you. They have a really deep running back room. Tank Bigsby, somebody we talked about earlier, Deion Johnson. Johnson, is a really good as your third running back. And then, and don't worry about it, you have Snoop Corner. Or Snoop, Connor, I'm sorry. Snoop Corner. Snoop Connor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's a good it's a good but not great team. But like like we said, somebody has to win the AFC South. I, finally, I feel like we say that a lot of years. Yeah. There was even when like Peyton Manning was there, there was nobody else in that division that was remotely good. But it's up for grabs. So I, I and I think they can be an, an emerging, uh, emerging, emerging uh, good young team. No, I mean I agree, and and they won a playoff game last year, but they again they got very lucky to win. Yeah, that was much to do with like having no receivers and Joey Bosa being a rat fuck from yeah. Ohio State. He smelled cheddar instead of quarterback. Yes. Uh, so next up, we have the NFC South with our last division. Uh, the Saints, who I'm going to pick to win the division. Uh, Derek Carr there and Jameis, Jameis Famous Anus as his backup. Um, well, I, Jameis Winston didn't know he loved football until he lost football. <laughs> but, you know, Derek Carr, we, we both are kind of Derek Carr guys, right? Like, I think he's always been underrated yeah. in, in uh, with the Raiders because they're such a shit organization. Big Jesus guy. I, I actually think he's a pretty good quarterback. Big uh, eyeliner guy. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, he looks like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> but, you know, the running back room's pretty good with Alvin Kamara, uh, Jamal Williams. Who did they just add? They, well, there was some talk about Kareem Hunt signing there, but That's he didn't right. end up actually doing it. So it's Kareem Hunt, who knows? Miami, New Orleans, uh, Indy, we don't know where Kareem And then Hunt's receiver room, I mean, I'm not counting Michael Tom- Thomas because he's he hasn't played in like 16 years. But I think Chris Olave is primed for a fucking monster year. I agree. I don't know who else they really have besides Olave. Traquan Smith. Scott hates Traquan Smith. Absolutely fucked him a few years in a row there in fantasy. Scott hates everyone. Yeah, that's true. But he like Scott has a special passionate hate for Traquan Smith. You know, Scott once told me he's not racist. He, he says he doesn't like people. He doesn't care what color. He just says he likes green people. <laughs> uh, the tight end room is such an interesting mix of people. Juwan Johnson is number one. Taysom Hill. Foster Moreau, former number one in Foster Moreau and the Raiders, and then Jimmy Graham, who I didn't even know was still he, alive. He has to be a coach, and they fucked up this. Uh, I'm just a ridiculous tight no, end. This, that's not right. That's one of the craziest position groups I have ever seen. Just, I, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say Taysom Hill. If you take him out of there, then you have three. I guess Juwan like, Johnson was probably definitely their number one. He's just this big body tight end. Taysom Hill is, I mean, you would have said he's their backup quarterback, but now you have Jameis Winston, so I don't get it. Who cares? Winston might be better off playing tight end. Yeah. Anyway, so let's move on. 
Let's move on to the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Scott's team. Uh, they had a great end of their season last year. I think a lot of people are high on them, especially with Bryce Young. And they good ran, backup at Andy Dalton. Good, good O line. They ran the ball pretty well. So, yep. I, yeah, obviously, I don't think they're going to win, win win the division, but I think they're going to be trending up. Uh, Miles Sanders addition. I think they paid him pretty well, so that was kind of weird. They still have Chuba. They did. Did they win? They won the division last year, didn't they? Am I crazy? No, they did not. Okay. I believe the uh, the Bucks won. Right. They, they won with the only losing. Uh, the lo- they were under 500. You're right, you're right. And the Panthers were one game behind them, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, but, uh, you know, and the, this is the one rookie quarterback that I am really high on is Bryce Young. I do think he's going to have a good year. Um, he's probably going to be overdrafted in fantasy. I'll tell you what, we keep stressing, like, really weird receiver rooms. Here's another one. <laughs> DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo, Terrence Marshall. LaVisca Sh- Chanel. Yeah, I mean, like, this is like... In their primes, they were all decent number twos. I mean, besides Thielen was a really good number two, but like that is an island of misfit toys. Yeah, that is a bizarre. I don't even. I don't know who Jonathan Mingo is. Is he Barkevius's brother? Maybe I don't know. It's a cool name though. Yeah, it is. It is Jonathan Mingo. I know a guy named Mingo. He's Puerto Rican. Oh, so do I. Yeah, yeah, you've met him. Yeah, he's, he isn't. Yeah. Same guy. Yeah, same guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the only thing I'll say hey, about George, how are you? That's how he sounds. <laughs> <laughs> one, one guy I'm going to shout out on this team, I am a big Hayden Hurst guy. I loved watching him on the Bengals. I always thought he popped. They just had so many receivers, he never got action. Just a delicious, just a, a, a <laughs> delicious name. Delicious. I was going to say, like, I was going to comment on his hair. I was going to say delicious. That sounds pretty, pretty <laughs> sus. But, yeah. like, this is a, a beautiful flowing locks of, like, brownish red. Yeah. Like a modern-day Jeremy Shockey. Yeah, but with reddish-brown hair and... He's probably even dirtier, comes from an even worse trailer park. Well, Jeremy Shockey was from Miami, I mean. He played at Miami. He could have been from the Flamingo trailer park. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, (laughs) All right, moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Big question here is, what's going on at quarterback in Atlanta? Is Desmond Ritter going to start? He's going to start. I I like Taylor Heineke a lot, man. And he's going to gain manage. (laughs) B. John Robinson is going to have a monster season. Yeah, a lot of people saying that. Drake London's going to go for 750. I, I'd love that you're high on these Falcons. I'm actually feeling they the were dirty so birds. bad last year. They're they're going to win the division this year. Wow. I mean, it's a bad division. So you also picked the Jags to win the division. No, this is Atlanta. This sorry, is Atlanta. sorry. There's been a lot of beers consumed since we started out with the AFC North and our. Clear, concise analysis. We're watching the Lions win preseason. This is preseason for the podcasters for the butt stuff, so give us a break here. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Sorry, I've had a few pops. I've had three more pops than when I started this pod. He's had 16 centennial IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought there. So, so you, you're high on the Bijan Robinson train. I mean, most people yeah, are projecting I, him to go top 10 picks, right? So, for me, I'm, I'm just going with the trendy pick. I'm picking the Falcons. I. I don't know. I think it'll be the Falcons or the Saints who are going to win this division. It won't be the, the, the Panthers or the Bucs. But. See, I look at this team and I say they don't have a quarterback. They have a really good running back room. They don't have any receivers other than Drake London. They have a really good tight end with Kyle Pitts and the addition of Johnny Smith, who TJ loves. He was really good with Tennessee for a long time. He was. He was. He was bad with New, uh, New England, though. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, they didn't fit their tone. I just don't like. I, you can't sell me on the fact that Desmond Ritter's a legit NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? And that's fine. And they, they can throw in Heineke. I just or Felipe Franks. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, and our final team, we will go with the Matt Kalishan Special Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Rashad White at running back. Ouch. Good receiving duo or trio, really. Gage is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All three receivers, same guys they've had for a few years. tight end Cotton. C. Otten. C. Otten. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to suck balls. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think Baker has a little juice in him. Uh, more, I think, than probably the average person. Like, I don't think Baker really, really sucks. Um, but, but it's really great that he came. He came to Tampa to haunt uh, Matt Kalishan. I hope. I actually hope that he lives <laughs> next door to him. Yeah, and I hope Baker Mayfield goes out on his front lawn every day, waves an Oklahoma flag over his head, and plants it on Matt Kalishan's front lawn. Yeah, because he's a fucking sinking Buckeye. <laughs> All right, Tony. Well, that's it. That's our wrap up of the entire well, NFL. We're not done yet. Super Bowl picks. Oh. We have some Super Bowl picks. Super, super, super Bowl. So, Tony, let's start off. Who's your AFC pick? My AFC pick is going to be, and it's going to, I'm going I'm going out of left field here, Jacksonville Jaguars. Shocking! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I think that they, again, like I said before, I think it's about the offensive line between them and the Chiefs, the clear best two teams in the AFC. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Even though I didn't pick them to win their division, they have so much playoff experience, they're definitely going to go. NFC. So I'm going to go Eagles. I think they return. I think they're the best team in the in the NFC, and it's it's by a wide margin. Very reasonable. Um, I'm going to pick the Lions. Whoa, Nelly. I know. I know. Hear me out. I do think the Lions are going to take a step back this year. That being said, I'm looking at the whole NFC. Hold on, hold on, time out. They're going to take a step back, but when? They're going to take a step back during the regular season. Okay. I'm looking at the NFC. I don't buy the 49ers. The Eagles going back-to-back, I have some questions about. And who really else is there that's an elite team? I think the AFC is way better than the NFC this year. I think there's about three teams in the AFC that are arguably better than the Lions, but it's really hard for me to pick a team other than the Eagles Okay, that's better than them everywhere I, in the I, NFC. I, that's why I had a hard time picking the NFC position because it's like it seems like the Eagles are, are by far the best team. Um but the AFC, yeah, you could see the Chiefs are probably the best. Um, yeah, but you could also see the Bengals, you could see the Bills, you Jaguars, could, you know, yeah, exactly. They could sneak up. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potentials in the NFC, in the right. AFC. I think the NFC is weak, and I, I'm going to pick the Lions. Fuck it. I think the Bengals blow them out in the Super Bowl, so okay. I'm going to pick the Bengals as the champions. Fair enough. I'm picking Eagles as champions. All right, all right. Well, boys, that's our first pod, uh, and I think uh, we all know what time it is. Hey.